Today, it is January 6th, so you know that lawmakers are going crazy. Uh, the media is going crazy. And luckily, I have just the pair to get into all of the analysis of what is going on on the anniversary of America's darkest day. We've got a lot coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. I'm trying really hard not to smile today because it's a very solemn day, as I mentioned. Very yeah, solemn, I'm very dark. I'm surprised we're alive. I, I was told that this was just, I thought the world was going to end last January 6th because democracy almost ended. Yes. I didn't think we would make it this far. I know. You know, Sarah, me and Elijah were actually uh, talking about the PTSD that we both have experienced because we were there at the <laughs> Capitol that day. And uh, you know that picture of that little old grandma who's waving the flag yes. in the Capitol? How dare it she, by the way. It haunts us every single time yeah. we close our eyes. Like, we could barely sleep through the night. I can't believe you're talking, bringing this up. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've asked you so nicely. Like, I know. So, I'm not trying to cause drama on your show or anything. Mm -hmm. But as you know, that picture is a really a deep, hard thing. I mean, like I've, I've seen, oh, like kind of pictures that like kind of put you off, like the twin towers exploding mm -hmm. with a plane crashes into them. Like, but like that's just 9/11. And then like you see the grandma standing there with the flag, and I think I didn't know Americans could stoop this low, and it and it, it, it rocks my life every day. I, I went to a Pearl Harbor exhibit, and I said, I asked the woman at the front, I really did. I said, Have you seen that picture of the grandma inside the Capitol? It pales in comparison to this. Get terrifying, you know, you know. truly terrifying. Like, Sarah, we, we <laughs> had to really cry it out before we got in the show because it's just taking us so much courage to be here today. I don't know how Brian Stelter does it, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. He goes on air. He wasn't there at the Capitol that day, um, but he saw videos of what happened. That's true. Via he lost a piece of himself that day. He had, he had to go through it with the rest of us. It was a lot. It was a lot. So thanks so, for having us on on such a tough day for all mm -hmm. of us. Well, I'm just, I'm hoping you guys make it through without sobbing uh, and curling up into the fetal position on the floor. No, but that would make for good ratings, so I don't know. Uh, obviously joined by the slightly offensive crew, Elijah Schaefer and Savannah Hernandez. Uh, and you guys, as you mentioned, were both there on January 6th, America's Darkest Day. America's Darkest Day. When Luke like Skywalker to... just came in with the <laughs> rockets and got it right into the thermal conductors and it blew up. Yeah. You remember, I, I think I even went back today to see if they had rebuilt the Capitol after that, after they burned <laughs> it to the ground. It's demolished. It's just dust. Yeah. Of its That's why self. nothing's getting done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh, I, I wonder. Apparently they did rebuild it. Apparently after it completely was burned to the ground. And <laughs> they the used the Lego set as an example, example. of yeah. how to build it. Right. Mm -hmm. right. They, it was I, lucky that we they, had that. They picked one of those up in the meantime. It's kind of crazy that they just stare terroristic items at Walmart, you know, that you could use to stage an insurrection, like yeah. a Lego set, but they, they do. It's very hard. So I want, I do, I, I really, well. yeah, I know, I'm like, I'm really Super serious. interested in getting uh, your take on the president and the vice president's speeches today. Um, obviously, Democrats doing all they can to uh, draw as much drama and attention to this day, because what else are they going to do? Run on their own policies? We mm -hmm. have a president? <laughs> well, that's what they say. <laughs> People are like, hey, you hear the president said? I'm like, when did we have, I think we haven't had one of those in a while. We, we have a hologram, yeah. I think. We have a hologram. Uh, so let me, I'm just going to play, obviously, both of them gave speeches. Uh, they were both just as obnoxious as you would expect. And uh, so let's play just kind of a, a montage of uh, Joe Biden in his speech today. Watch. We must be absolutely clear about what is true and what is a lie. 
And here's the truth. The former president of the United States of America has created and spread a web of lies about the 2020 election. He's done so because he values power over principle, because he sees his own interest as more important than his country's interest, than America's interest. He's still talking about Trump? And because his bruised ego (laughs) matters more to him than our democracy or our Constitution. I will stand in this breach. I will defend this nation. And I will allow no one to place a dagger at the throat of democracy. We will make sure the will of the people is heard, that the ballot prevails, not violence, that authority in this nation will always be peacefully transferred. I believe the power of the presidency and the purpose is to unite this nation, Mm. not divide it. Mm -hmm. To me, the true patriots were the more than 150 Americans who peacefully expressed their vote at the ballot box. The election workers who protected the integrity of the vote and the heroes who defended this capital. You can't love your country only when you win. Liking police is back in style. You you can't obey the law only when it's convenient. You can't be patriotic when you embrace and enable lies. And so at this moment, (laughs) we must decide what kind of nation are we going to be? Mm, Tell us. Are we going to be a nation that accepts political violence as a norm? Hmm. Are we going to be a nation where we allow partisan election officials to overturn the legally expressed will of the people? Huh. I don't know. It felt a lot like Joe Biden was describing uh, (laughs) Black Lives Matter, Antifa. People will do what they do. Nancy Pelosi said, I got to say this, Nancy Pelosi condones political violence. She just does. And on top of that... For the poor man has just no charisma. I mean, he's, I, I don't know what they injected him with, maybe an EpiPen or something like that, to get him to just perk up. I saw the strings. There was like, I saw the hands of the puppet master <laughs> uh-huh. above him. Did you like when he said, I, I will stand in that breach? I'm like, sweetheart, yeah. you're going to bed at 6 p.m. tonight. You're not standing in any Yeah, breach. you're standing in the breach. And also, it was like, you spread a web of lies about the 2020 election, sir. Is anyone going to tell him? <laughs> no, I, for one, am genuinely in shock and awe that Joe Biden said exactly what we all expected him to say. I really am. And uh, Joe Biden trying to unite America. You know, he's been promising that for a while now. I'm still waiting for it to happen. We feel more divided than ever. But uh, maybe that's not a bad thing. I don't yeah, know. yeah, he's like, I, it's supposed to be to unite. I'm like, I keep hearing about this uniting thing, but I also keep hearing you uh, trying to, like, eliminate unvaccinated people from society by like not allowing them to feed their families and basically starve to death. That doesn't really feel very uniting. That's just like, a, you know, don't look at that part, Sarah. <laughs> that, it's very inconvenient for the Biden administration. Just well, look away. But then like, but what about like calling anyone who attended the Trump rally on January 6th, um, like violent? Uh, yeah, can I just t- say this right now? <laughs> what happened on January 6th was not an insurrection. It was not a terrorism. It was not a domestic worst thing we've ever oh, seen since 9-11 guys, don't look at the in Pearl screen. Harbor. Don't look, don't, just, please don't look at the screen. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, why did you just trigger PTSD, Sarah? We oh, specifically no. asked not to see that. Oh, I'm, no. I'm done. I'm, I'm walking off. It's, <laughs> no. it's too much. No, no. We have no. to go. Sorry, have to go. <laughs> it's just too much. You know, Sarah, it's so difficult for me to wrangle in Elijah every single day on our show okay, and just I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm help in. him deal with he counted, it. He I'm counted to it. 10. That's okay. what the therapist told him. Took my moment of silence there. Thank I you. sucked it in. I, I just, I felt good. Mm-hmm. I almost left. I did. I. 
You know, like, we've also experienced BLM riots together. (laughs) You know, you've gotten punched in the face in Philly. We've been through a couple of uh, hairy situations. And I would definitely say that January 6th was the worst. Well, it was. And here's the point, though. It's like, like, I knew... I knew it was going to be remembered as the worst because here's the point. There was no difference between January 6th riot and any of the major riots that I'd seen, except for the fact there was less damage and less violence. Okay, so there were lots of riots. Now, people have to understand this was a political rally with with so many thousands of people that there was just a single front line where violence was happening. This wasn't like a this was was kind of like a push um, forward. But at one point, you know, the violence did stop. Um, and I want to remind people that the people who instigated the violence, like Ray Epps and these individuals, who um, I was I was even reminded today of, of the footage that, that we recorded here at Blaze was the first footage of violence that was released to, to the world. So you're welcome to all the Democrats on the January 6th committee for getting you guys your, your number one intro into the most violent group. And I was looking at my wording on it from a year ago today. It still says there's two individuals that seem to have instigated the violence. And those, that individual who's, who instigated it, the main one, he's still not in jail. Hmm. The one who instigated the insurrection, the one who, who, who you know, created and made the Death Star blow up, that guy, well, for some reason the FBI has no interest in him. And if people aren't familiar with Ray Epps, if they haven't been following your show or anything, it is interesting that I knew from the moment the violence started that this man was suspicious. It's a year later and the FBI says, well... Eh, whatever. Yeah, let, let's, let's go ahead and play some of uh, that uh, Ray Epps watch. In fact, tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go, I'll say it. We need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! So I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? Is that baked Alaska elite streaming? That, that's, that's him, huh? Yeah, I can tell. Who's filming this one? Thomas Madison. Who's Thomas Madison? No clue. Okay. I'm trying to figure out like, who would have original footage of like this more of this guy, you know? Yeah, no, Thomas Massey tweeted this out. Oh, okay. So obviously, yeah, we can, the man we can, that yeah, instigated. We can, it instigated the violence, but he's so not in he? jail. He's, he's not. No, he's not. He's on, his, he's on a he? ranch. Really? Living free, free from any investigation. Yeah. They, Why would they, that be, Elijah? I brought him up to the FBI, and they're like, oh, we're not. It's not an interest, person of interest. So, but he hmm. instigated the violence. I've talked to special prosecutors and everyone. I mean, I, let's just say I've not had a fun year with the federal <laughs> government after this event. Uh, it's been pretty shitty, actually. Oops. But it has been. <laughs> I, I just, it has been. Yeah. I, it, it's not been good. There's another way to describe it. And it's funny that the people that you see that really were instigating the violence, which is the key factor here, like people that are grandmas that are, you know, picketing illegally, like that's a, that's a cope that's made up. But it's like the real crimes, the, people, the only people that should be getting prosecuted here are people who intentionally destroyed property mm-hmm. and people who intentionally hurt people, not just police right. officers, even each other. If you can't knock someone out, even right. if you disagree with them at any event. But why is it the one who started everything not in, why is he not the first person to go to prison? Probably because he's involved in this. That's yeah, all. do we know what he does for a living? Do we? Mm, he has some past ties to an interesting institution that's also, you know, <laughs> potentially a part of our government. Yeah. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, you know, did you also see the article that came out today where that second instigator, uh, his name was kind of just erased once they started uh, arresting January 6th instigators and people who were there at the Capitol. And so we just, we don't know who he is. We really don't know. Yeah, and, oh, that, and that, was cr- just, yeah. that was an oopsie. 
Mm-hmm. No, well, I, I, it's funny because I, I I get calls from prosecutors from like from the federal government and from different agencies and defense attorneys and stuff like that all the time because of like the footage is like a key. You know, can we admit this into evidence? Blah blah blah. So like, mm-hmm. you look at it and there's certain people on that front line that they have no interest in talking to you about. Right. So it's just it's just an interesting thing. Like I just like hey, what, like have you do you want to help identifying this person? Have more footage? No, no, we. Nope, we're good. It's okay. We already know who that is. Yeah, it's like we okay. okay. It's okay. Yeah, he's in a, he's sitting right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I just talked to him. That's, 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 yeah. that's special agent. <laughs> that's Ray. That's Ray. Right I know here. his wife. He's cool. No, but that's, I mean, this whole thing has been very suspicious. I've had. I've not. I can't say the level of like I've not been you know providing any new information to the government. I feel like they're misusing the information. I feel like they're they're using it to politically target people. Obviously, mm-hmm. everything I've done is public and you can see it. Um, so there's nothing new I can provide on information. But I can tell you that like if we're going to get to the bottom of this, right? Like if we're going to try to understand why this happened and, and who instigated this and who you know incited a crowd to violence, well, we have some of their names already. And since the government's not interested in them, it makes me wonder to what extent the government, if they knew that there was there was a they already knew. About a plan to invade them, uh, the Capitol. Maybe it was their plan. <laughs> That's why they knew about it. I don't know. But they already understood they were in chat rooms of people that were going to do this. They denied access and orders and won't even clarify who denied or who, what was going mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, uh, requests for more National Guard. They, the, the riot police that were supposed to be out front, every crowd control, you, they, even when we've had small stop the steals and they're just like guarding the, uh, people don't know this, the Capitol Police are just guarding the um, SCOTUS building or they're just guarding any building. They're always in full riot gear even if there's no riot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were not. These, they didn't give them the equipment that they needed to handle a crowd. Why were they not given equipment? So like that's what's crazy when they get hit in the head. Why weren't they all in full riot gear? I've gone to every other rally in D.C. Even if it was like 60 people, and they're full on with shields and batons and ready. And these people just were just you know chilling in a baseball cap, going getting you know rocks and stuff thrown back at them. And you're going, yeah. well, why didn't you equip your cops? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm just gonna ask all these questions. It, it seems like they wanted cops to get hurt. That's all I'm gonna say. It's like they wanted them to get hurt. They wanted this to be bad. Mm-hmm. And that's it was it was absolutely a honeypot. It was it was intentionally meant. And it, the only thing that the Democrats are probably sad about is that not a lot of people died not more people died and that not more damage was done they wanted this they wanted to coup take it back over i know this for a fact like they they wanted to use this to fully fight back against trump's associates and fully take everyone out i mean they tried with this but it was too shaky well even and i want to get uh, after the break i want to get to to what kamala said because i found that to be particularly egregious you guys alluded to it um earlier but but now that you say that really quickly before we go to break i do want to bring up uh, casey hunt's tweet um, because uh, she is a reporter, who is she, with NBC? <laughs> she said last night, this is kind of alluding to what you're saying, Elijah, tomorrow is going to be a tough one for those of us who were there or had loved ones in the building. Thinking of all of you and finding strength knowing I'm not alone in this. <laughs> Thank God for the USCP, DC, MPD, and every person who fought to keep us safe that you're day. You're welcome. I mean, like, what? It's going to be a tough one for those of us who have, like, are are you related to Ashley Babbitt? My second cousin's dog was, you know, in D.C. that day. And it's just, it's a really hard day for me, actually. Mm -hmm. I I follow AOC and I saw her live stream. It's just like, it's a lot. They're trying so hard. Oh, yeah. Here's the AOC beam. They insurrected because they wanted to date me. Yeah, that actually she did. There were actually chants that, that day. We want to date AOC. <laughs> well, remember she said like I was just really scared that they were like someone was going to come in and rape me. Yeah, they like, that's get what her. that's what right Republicans like, Dude, nobody do. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. You made it up. <laughs> yeah. You lied. You just lied. Yeah. Uh, all right. We, so we've got more to come, um, obviously. But first, we want to thank our sponsor. 
masterworks. So I have some really fun news for you guys. Uh, it turns out women are better investors than men. Yeah. That's right, all right. Women investors, according to market research, outperform their male counterparts. I don't make the facts. I'm just here to tell them to you. And here are the facts. Women are more likely to put their money into resilient alternative assets. So I'm not talking like Dogecoin. I'm talking about alternative assets like artwork, okay? That's right. You wouldn't think about it, probably, but Art, blue chip contemporary art has outpaced the S&P 500 since 1995. Usually it's like the bajillionaires, uh, maybe Elon Musk, who can afford another Picasso for, uh, you know, their fancy spaceship or whatever. But Masterworks is changing all of that. They are the startup democratizing the art market. So you can invest in paintings from icons like Monet, Banksy, Warhol. You don't have to be a millionaire to do this. You can diversify your portfolio by investing in blue chip artwork at an affordable entry point. You gotta get started today, all right? My audience gets priority access to their latest offerings if you go to masterworks.art slash news. This is really, really easy, you guys. Affordable for every American. My producer actually um, owns a, a stake in one as well. It's very, very easy. You gotta go do that. It's masterworks.art slash news. There are important disclaimers at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. All right, I want to get to uh, what Kamala Harris said in her speech today. Um, I know you guys alluded to it earlier, but I do think it is important to um, highlight how dramatic and how disingenuous these people really are. Uh, so Kamala Harris, as you guys mentioned, uh, compared the what happened at the Capitol on January 6th to uh, 9-11 and Pearl Harbor, which is just like <laughs> the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. Let, let, let's watch Kamala. On January 6th, we all saw what our nation would look like if the forces who seek to dismantle our democracy... Do you think she practiced this in the mirror? ...are successful... For sure. ...100%, right? The lawlessness, the violence... The chaos. Mm. What was at stake then and now is the right to have our future decided the way the Constitution prescribes it by we, the people, mm. all the people. Here in this very building, a decision will be made about whether we uphold the right to vote and ensure free and fair elections. Let's be clear, we must pass the voting rights bills that are now before the Senate. And the American people must also do something more. We cannot sit on the sidelines. We must unite in defense of so, our democracy. All right, so that was not the right clip. Um, but Still, I do think it is very, it. Yeah, yeah, I do think it is, uh, interesting. Um, while we're, yeah, 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 we have it, but I we do want to get your take this. on, on the voting rights issue yeah, because they keep bringing this up. COVID-19, January mm -hmm. 6th, voting mm -hmm. rights, it's just everything. Mm -hmm. you know, we should be injecting voting rights into our bodies. I think maybe that's what we should get into. People should vote with vaccines and people who had more vaccines get more stronger votes. That says if you're boosted, your vote counts as three votes. We've never done this one before. <laughs> and if you're unvaccinated, then you're only one third of a vote. I see. 
But then you get the two-thirds vote oh. if you are double boosted. Honestly, oh. if you're unvaccinated, you should just be thoroughly ejected from America. Yeah, I thought that point. they were just going to deported firing squad. I thought mm-hmm. uh-huh. that's yeah, what was going to happen. Probably better. But I mean, I do find it interesting they keep injecting this vote. I mean, we saw the bill that they tried to pass. Uh, what was it, HR1, and how insane it was. And they keep talking about how voting rights are under assault, which we know uh, that, I mean, if they are, it would be the other side who should be complaining. Um, but uh, let me, okay, let me go to, I think we have the, the correct clip here really quickly. Let's listen. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were, and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001. And January 6th, 2021. so it's like you're, we're playing a game of which one of these is not like the other. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I know. I know the answer to this one. Um, do you feel the like... audacity. Well, I know. But, but like, I, I feel like, I don't know. The, I'm not any reasonable, But any I'm reasonable not. Democrat, do you think, hears that and goes like, yeah, that's really true. I mean, I, I just feel like they the, can't buy Democrat, it, right? It's a good question if, that, if they could put if those that words even in like, is that yeah. a But, you know, it, it's... It, what it is, is like, I don't know if we were talking about this in today's show, but you know, the fact that the only people that were sitting in front of Pelosi's like address on January 6th that were Republican was like Dick Cheney and Liz Cheney and somebody, mm-hmm. like somebody else, his people. And it shows you there's no Republicans there. This is a partisan move to write history. And this will be remembered as worse than 9-11. Our kids will think, you know, just like people think Kyle Rittenhouse killed black people and mm-hmm. they think that, you know, 50,000 unarmed black men are shot by police every year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about confusion and disillusionment. We've become a giant bank with mass immigration, people just with no culture, no, nothing to center on. They've taken away our unifying religion. They've taken away our values. They've, you know, replaced the entire American culture and who we were as a people and just turned us into some weird you know, free market place where America is an idea. And once America is an idea, then you can infiltrate with your made up ideas. Once we stop being a people and we aren't united on anything, you can just say whatever you want and people will believe it as long as they can still buy their lattes. Like they just, yeah. people are so disconnected and don't care about their country anymore and the truth that we, this is what, this is how bad we've fallen that these people realize they can just lie with only half the support of the country, less than that, less than half the country supports this entire thing. It's all totally partisan, but it'll still work. It's gonna work. So where? So like, what happens to the country then? Like, we're just- it's just this is what our kids are. Well, because your kids will know that anybody. That's why they will use this in the future. You're related forever. You're related to insurrection. You're an insurrectionist. You're an insurrectionist. And like, this shows you that as if, you, if there's any pushback, they will yeah. amplify it. So if there's a real coup or a real insurrection or a real pushback to take back the country, they're letting you know we're gonna blow your brains out. Right. Like you're not. We're not only that. We're gonna kill your families. They're sending I mean, a message. Look over the or past year as well. Everyone has been afraid to protest. Mm-hmm. That has been conservative. They're afraid to use their free speech <clears> now <throat> because they're like, is this a Fed setup? I don't know. I'm afraid to even go out. And sorry that I cut you off. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, or they, um, they'll use it as an excuse the next time they go and burn down, you know, uh, federal courthouse buildings again and just say like, well, we did, you guys set the precedent. 
And can as I if, just as if it was the right who was doing that. Point out as well too. Aside from today being the one year anniversary of January 6th, because first off, where's our one year anniversary of all the BLM riots? Where's that? One of the biggest takeaways of this: Kamala Harris and Joe Biden coming up in front of our entire country and grandstanding, pretending that this is such a huge, horrific event that happened. Is one apparently politicians only care about things in this, uh, you know, riots and uh, destructive activities when it's at their their doorfront mm -hmm. because they mm -hmm. didn't act this way at all with BLM. They mm -hmm. allowed them to ravage our country, destroy property, destroy small businesses, attack people in the street. I personally watched grandparents get beat up for wearing MAGA hats and flying MAGA flags in Washington, D.C. and going out and support Donald Trump. So all this serves to show us is that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris do not care about the American people unless, again, you know, the, the violence and destruction is right in front of them. And then also, outside of today being January 6th, look at our economy right now. Look at the fact that Joe Biden abandoned Americans in Afghanistan. Look at all the other things that Joe Biden has done to our country. And this is what they're going to spend time and energy on? It's pathetic. Well, yeah, because, I mean, what's Joe Biden going to do? Be like, look at all the crappy things that I just done yeah, to you guys. Exactly. Instead, it's much easier for him to blame it on, I guess, you know, or orange man bad. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, we're, let's switch gears when we get back. But um, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. Uh, so I have, I don't know if you guys, have you, have you tried the puffs? No, I'll try it. Oh, you've got to try the puffs. So that's ruby chocolate, I believe, <clears throat> which is like a, a little bit of a berry flavor. This is um, lemon-dipped cheesecake, if you prefer that one. This is um, caramel uh, almond delight. But um, I, try this. I, I know we're all getting like enjoy all of them, so show. I'm like, I don't care which ones you guys have. But um, these are the most amazing snack that you really need in your life, especially if you've just made a New Year's resolution to lose weight because Built Bar is gonna keep you on track. They're a protein bar. They've got up to 18 grams of protein. They're 180 calories or less, uh, only four to five grams of sugar, four to five net carbs. So you are eating something that is good for you. It's gonna keep you on track, not expand your waistline, but it tastes like you're eating a candy bar. It tastes like you're cheating on your diet. Uh, they've got a ton of different flavors. They've got the puffs that we were just discussing. They're like a much lighter texture. And then they've got the regular bars as well. They're all delicious. I've never eaten something from Built that I have disliked. In fact, I probably like them too much because my pantry is full of their boxes. You got to go over to Built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order. That is NEWS15 over at Built.com. Okay, let's completely switch gears here because I feel like people are probably like January sixth is it's done. We've we've heard about it. We've heard the media fawn all over it. We've heard the Democrats like call for a moment of silence uh, in the Senate on the Senate floor, and it, like it's just all very weird. So I want to get to something that is equally as weird but completely different. Um, this is basically the America that the left wants. Is that is that fair? This is the America that the left wants for everyone. Now, this is Can just I, America at this point. Well, that's fair. That, that is <laughs> fair. Okay, is so culture yeah, This is Let America. Me, so you, we were talking about this um, over the break, and I was like, you guys were talking about the story, and I was like, oh, yeah, my producer sent me the screenshot just of the, the headline that he sent me, and I was like, this keeps getting weird. Like, this is more uncomfortable the more I read this. It just keeps getting worse. Uh, Trans man and satanic minister gives oh, birth that's a new, that's a new after one. one night stand with fellow gay dating app user. Giving birth felt like one of the most masculine things I have done. 
Wait, can you reread that headline for me? I, I'm I know, sorry. I know. Did, did I just break you? A, a little bit. I broke bit. your brain a little, a little bit, right? Bit. One I was more, like, just one more time. Trans man uh-huh. and satanic minister okay. gives birth after one night stand with fellow gay dating app user. Great, so the Antichrist is here, and then yes. you start the rapture. Well, Great. and, of course, my personal favorite, having given birth twice now. Uh, masculine? Giving birth felt like one of the most masculine things I have done. <laughs> no, actually, it did not feel masculine I at all. I think that's the wrong word. It's like, like with the moment that you have a baby going through your birth canal, and doing things that I'm not going to describe on Ooh. television. Yeah, is how do you, you feel? You don't when... really feel masculine in that moment. You actually feel like you wish that you were masculine and yeah. you wouldn't yeah. have to deal with this crap. It's it's actually kind of scary because we were reading this story and it was really hard to break down what was going on because <laughs> we were confused. We were like, I need a flow all, chart. First right? of all, they, they yes. said that this per- these people met on Grinder, which uh-huh. we were under the impression was a gay dating yeah. app. Right. Yes. For gay but men. Then that's not gay because that's a woman. So I was confused that could yeah. still get pregnant, right? Yeah. Not, this clearly doesn't have the character. I, I want to know, the, was this patch, gay you know? man, he, well, he, I didn't, he I, didn't get to experience what he was Yeah, we were saying, is this kind of like experience. catfishing? Or like, or like mm. what is the point of this? And then also, it's just weird too because this is that whole idea of like people invading other people's spaces. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with like women and men going into their other spaces. And I'm just wondering, like, it's like, does this happen on accident? Did, like, did you were you thinking you were gonna be meeting a ruler and you ended up with a bull type of thing? Yeah. And then like, what do you react in that moment? Was this prearranged? And then at the end of all of this, how would you feel as a man if you were gay and probably one of the like things is that you're not gonna get anyone pregnant? And then all of a sudden you have, now you have a kid with a man. That's kind <laughs> that of like would be, it would, would kind of like complicate really things. Suck. So like, I just it's a bit, it's a strange thing. So I'm like, is that legal? Like, what if? I don't know. All this is very confusing to me, and that's when I read these stories. We finally look at each other. And we're like, I don't think it's supposed to make sense. I think I think we this doesn't make sense. Well, and the actual was. writer of this article was even confused because the yeah. writer of the article Got said that wrong. yeah, they, the person oh, no. was taking male hormone hormone blockers, but it was supposed to be female hormone blockers, hormone blockers and male to hormones. stop them from being coming pregnant. Yeah, the writer so couldn't even figure it. He couldn't even keep track with the information. Yeah, you need so confusing. a flowchart. Yes. I'm telling you, for all these stories, you need a freaking flow chart so he was on testosterone and, and female estrogen, estrogen blockers. blockers which is makes it rare to get pregnant but still can and what's crazy is we found another apologist for this who's explaining that regardless of getting pregnant that that is still the boy's father so what? it is the boy's father because they say they're a man Mm-hmm. And so you must respect. You don't. You don't tell pregnant men, which is. Well, I'm, 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 I'm using the words. If you're a pregnant man I'm and the, the nurses call you a mother, then the nurses, nurses are, are bigots. bigots. Yeah, the nurses can't. It can't be maternal care. It has to all be pater- paternal care. And and we and by the way, this apologist had like the most budget weave I've ever seen in my life and bad lipstick job. <laughs> it it's was always, bad. It was bad. But I'm saying like they come out and these people lecture us. It's like someone that looks like you. I'm not trying to be petty. I'm not taking <laughs> advice from you on how to live my life appropriately. That is... Yeah, I, I just maybe if your audience isn't so on core with some of this stuff, but it's gotten weird. It's gotten very weird the in society. The point is, guys. is Elijah does not feel weird. masculine when he's pushing a baby out of his baby. Canal. Yes, the point is, I've always wondered why I'm not a real man, and it's because I haven't had a baby of my own. It makes sense. It all makes sense finally. Guys, I just I, I gave mean, birth I, to Savannah. It really. <laughs> <laughs> She's my child. Yes. It, it really is like very um, depressing. Like I think people wonder why sometimes we are like as dark as we are, and it's like, well, you when you live in this world. So that's called melanin. 
<laughs> not, not that kind of dark. True. true. Uh, when you live in this world and you read these kind of ridiculous stories, um, you just have to, you tend to just be really dark and uh, like Sarah, cynical. are we living through South Park? Was South Park really just somebody from the future coming back in time and being like, this is not actually a joke. This, yeah. is, this is real. What's yeah, gonna apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Um, all right. You know what? Let's go ahead. I think we're having some tech issues. So let's go ahead and, and go to break uh, a little early here. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. So 2022 needs to be the year that you get yourself some nice loungewear. Throw out your old sagging loungewear, okay, and give your butt the upgrade it deserves and lounge like a queen or a king with new Tommy John loungewear. So Tommy John is, I mean, look, I used to hear people talk about Tommy John before I actually tried it, and I was like, you guys are kind of making this up. Like, have you ever ha have you ever tried Tommy John, Elijah? Um, literally, I'm wearing Tommy John right now. Are you? Now. Yeah. It, okay. I was like, like, I have them on. You think that people are making it up when they go on and on about, like, how comfortable and soft they are until you, like, hold it and, and wear it? Now, I don't have uh, male parts, so I don't you know. Could, you could, because you're so mad, you're manly that you can give birth. Right, right. But um, I'm not one of those men, that the pregnant men that gave birth. No. I'm the one of the woman ones. They have women's stuff too, though. They do. And that's what I... wear a lot of good stuff. Thank you. And that's my point is like, I was just like, yeah, that's cool. Like men need comfortable underwear. And then I got a bunch of their loungewear. They've got loungewear. They've got bras. They've got women's underwear too. But like the loungewear is literally the most comfortable thing you will ever put on on your body. I'm not even exaggerating. You've got to try it. Like I said, it makes it like it's a completely different feel when I get home and I change into my loungewear and I, finally I can I can handle my children. That's that's just the thing I'm saying. Uh, all right, you get 20% off your first order right now at tommyjohn.com slash Y. That is tommyjohn.com slash Y for 20% off. Uh, you got to go see the site for details. Representative Eric Swalwell can join Ugh. the likes of uh, AOC because, you know, he keeps talking about how Republicans are prolonging COVID-19 and uh, causing vacations to be canceled and, you know, because they don't listen to all of the rules. He was actually just caught maskless indoors while visiting, of course, Florida, because that is where they all go to go. And they're like, well, technically, we're not breaking the rules because that, like, these are the rules in Florida, um, but they criticize Florida and they criticize Ron DeSantis all the time. Yet here they are. Uh, Eric Swalwell tweeted out, they got me maskless, juggling a baby and a coffee while meeting with a Congolese queen. Pulitzer, please. So he's obviously very sorry, except he's not at all. Um, what, like, uh, is the left ever going to actually hold these people to the same standard that they hold us? The point is to not have... That's the mockery. It's the intentional showing that we are under rules they are not. Like, they love it. They love to, to flout. I know. They'll, they'll, they'll put on like masks just for photos and take them off while they're on video. Yeah. yeah. They don't care. It's All it is is optics. And when the but, optics don't, but don't you think it's coming back to bite them a little bit? I don't think it's changing no. anybody. Think? Because think their base still believes everything that they say. Their base mm -hmm. is cult. still wearing oh, face masks cult. and getting boosters. Yeah, there are a lot of them that are. I, I feel like, I don't, God, may, this is just, I was just talking about being cynical, and I just, maybe there's just a little bit of, like, optimism left in me, or at least I want it to be true, that, like, there's a certain group of left-leaning Americans who are just like, uh, guys, like, I've been playing along with this for a really long time, but I see what you're doing, and I, it's, it's, I'm just it's, really it's, tired of this. No, it's not, though, because here's, here's what, it, it does trip me out a little bit, too, and I'm not going to out anybody that I know, because, like, on this topic, but... 
I've spoken to a lot of people from a lot of different countries on this, and the common thing I've seen is that it, it's to a lot of people, it has grown their anti-government sentiments, but it hasn't propelled them to any action. Mm-hmm. So it's like they'll be angry at the government because their friend is losing their job for not being boosted, but then they'll go get as many boosters as they're needed while being angry. And that's it's mm. the it's the angry at what's happening but not having the bravery to actually stand up against it, not having the willpower to 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 stand up for what you believe. And most Americans just want to watch the ball game and be, you know, men need to be aggressive and we should be, you know, trying to take our country back. But then they, you know, satiate men with, you know, caring about sports games and beer and things that really don't matter. Everyone's on the hookup culture, getting their their issues out. People are addicted to pornography, um, you know, when they so they're not having children. And we're all just docile, drug addicted, alcohol addicted, TV, Facebook browsing people. And Quite frankly, they know that they've 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 gotten us in such a dull place as a society that like they don't they really can do whatever they want. And the only reason why they haven't really been able to is because our court systems still kind of work in the United States, and then the guns, and that's basically yeah. it. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like we are truly living in two separate Americas. You have the America with the people who are still adhering to COVID rules, think Dr. Fauci is God, who see these politicians going to Florida, maskless, Mm -hmm. not adhering to any of the rules or guidelines that they're pushing on all of us, but still for some reason feel the need to adhere to what the authority is saying because they have been manipulated with all of this propaganda. Mm -hmm. You have that America. And then you have the other America where you have people who are like, you know, I'm going to be free. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to make my own medical decisions. And I'm not going to allow the government to dictate what I can and cannot do. And those are the two separate Americas. And at this point, like Elijah said, people have not been spurred to action. And they're only a subset of the population that will be. The other side, I really feel like, is far past saving at this point. Uh, yeah, I want to uh, I want to bring in on that note uh, Whoopi Goldberg, who well oh, she's not gosh. here. Sorry, I'm not like bring actually in. bringing her no. in. No. She <laughs> she didn't agree to come. I know, but uh, she so she just got COVID herself. Oh no! And I know. Is she boosted? Triple. Triple vaxxed and, yeah, boosted. No, they're not calling vaccinated anymore. They're just calling it boosted. to make. They're already trying to make sure that we know there's a difference between people who are vaccinated and people who are boosted. That's right. Because, because if fully you vaccinated is now changing. Yeah, I just want to make sure, do you know, if you only have two vaccinations, you're you, not fully vaccinated. fourth is coming soon. Yeah, psych, you only thought that was what you were going to do to get out of it. But she said, um, she said that, uh, you know, she was obviously shocked, but she said, again, Boosted, as you said, Um, she said, this is what America will be facing unless everyone gets vaccinated. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the he's like running for mayor in Florida or something. And he was like, I just got covid after getting my booster. This is a reminder that everyone needs to get vaccinated. And it's like, listen to what you're saying, my guy. (laughs) They they all do it. And I'm like, "Ah." but I look, Elijah, you are somewhat of like a science guy, right? You have a, you have a science call background. Me, call me Elijah and I, the science yeah, guy. <laughs> Somewhat. I, but, I dabble. Can you, can you please tell me? Because I, as I get told, oftentimes when I try to speak about this subject, I am not a scientist. I am not a doctor. I am not a professor. Brian I'm not a Stelter's researcher. Not right. But, but he's the healthiest among all yeah, of us. Yeah, he's so a healthy 37-year-old. <laughs> the way that vaccines are explained to me personally is that it is supposed to work in your personal immune system. So why does everyone else have to get vaccinated in order for a vaccine to work for you? Well, there's really not a there's really not a real reason for that. The thing is we've changed the definition of vaccines. And so 
you know, a previous inoculation, this idea of giving some tangential, you know, uh, portion of, uh, of a virus or bacteria or anything else like that into the body, introducing it to help people to develop a resistance, right? So, you know, your immune system recognizes it. You start developing the correct cells in your immune system. That is a traditional, like, inoculation, maybe a little different than some vaccines. Mm-hmm. We've seen the development of, like, a lot of interesting vaccines, like with tetanus needing three shots. People don't know that. Usually you do need three. But that's about, like, an infection, right? Like, tetani. That's, like, that's, right. you're talking that's about actually. bacteria. Well, and it's, like, blood-borne, and, and, and there's yeah. a reason about it. What we've never had, though, is this indefinite needing of shots. And the reason why, right, we call the common cold Omicron now, and we've never Mm -hmm. had a vaccine for the common cold because it mutates so aggressively that it's been thought that vaccinating against the cold would not only be too costly based on the symptoms, but it would also require too much continual development and there'd be, it, it wouldn't outweigh the cost. People wouldn't be getting the cold vaccine. And so, and they say that, well, we'd have to get new ones every year, like the flu vaccine, which often gets it very wrong and doesn't offer much Mm -hmm. protection. These are highly muted, uh, mutative, uh, uh, degenerative viruses. So with this, trying to vaccinate against COVID will be a losing battle for the rest of our lives. Um, And they always say, well, if you're you're vaccinated, you you have mild symptoms. Most people I know that are unvaccinated had mild symptoms. symptoms, People that are vaccinated, I've I've personally seen no difference in my life against people. Maybe it's with a certain age group, maybe above 80 or something. I don't know. But I'm just saying like, this is not... This is a vaccine now because we've just said it is. Mm-hmm. Like if I just said this table's a chair, but that's basically what we've done. And yeah. past history. This would never have gone. Mm. This would. This look at the trials. Why so they won't release them for like fifty years? What they there's a major cover up happening here. It's very dangerous what they're doing. They're. I can be careful here, but there, a lot of the problems you're seeing develop, there's going to be a lot more of them, and the mutative rate of this virus is going to continue to skyrocket because we're going to continue to try to vaccinate people, but instead we're going to make the virus smarter and make it more contagious. Mm-hmm. It's almost like mm-hmm. we should have had some long-term studies. Before we unleashed it onto the public, also, I'm sure you guys have seen the transition um, that many politicians have made now that we're in an election year of, well, COVID is something we're just going to have to live yeah. with. I saw a headline of Joe yes. Biden who's yeah. now shifting, mm-hmm. surprise and mm-hmm. saying that this is just a virus we're going to have to live with. There's nothing that can be done. We have a uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot saying that kids need to get back to school. We have, uh-huh. uh, you know, the mayor of New York finally? City. That's rich. Yeah, saying, wow. saying as well, like, we need to reopen our economy. Well, election year is here, and uh-huh. all of a sudden, these politicians just want to reopen for the greater good, of course. Yeah, well, it's also weird because I thought that the virus could be shut down. Because yeah. you, you might say, being a reasonable person, you might say one man cannot be responsible for the transmission yeah. of a respiratory virus, but they would have told you much differently that one man is, in fact, responsible for not just the transmission, but also, like, everyone dying from it. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. And the thing is about the virus is... Um has always been about creating a globalized police state. That's all it is. It's always been. It's been. It's been in the UN agenda. It's been the World Economic Forum. It's just they they were back in 2009. People were talking about using vaccines in order to create a worldwide police state. They've been talking about it for a long time. And um, you know, obviously, that's not happening now. It just so happens to be a massive compulsory rollout of vaccines and a police state developing coincidentally at and the same time. The introduction right. of microchips as well. Yeah, yeah, that's it's all related, awesome. but it's, they were conspiracy just, theorists. On, yeah, I was going to say, theorists. can you conspiracy? Okay, Alex Jones. Yeah, all right, yeah, we got to take a I break. Know. We'll be back. All right, so I'm told that uh, we have a, a new uh, 
I, I want to say segment, but it's really it's, it's a very special award that we are giving out um, to certain people who earn it here in 2022. Uh, it's called Idiots of 2022. And I would like to uh, congratulate the winners, the first ever winners of Blaze TV's Idiots of 2022, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris themselves. Uh -huh. So Woo! congratulations to the two early. of them. Was, they, were, they, they were so idiotic that they like made the first segment. Yeah. That's pretty they, good. Good job. Good job. I mean, look, it, the, the bar is very... High, low, I don't know, whichever one you call it. It's low and he made it even lower. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, 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 whenever uh, the Democrats are involved. Um, but also, I did want to go ahead and, and give you our here a shout out as nice. well, Elijah. We've got, uh, well, I say we. You have got Blair White coming on today's show. That's going to be happening later tonight. Yes, uh, we're going to January sixth. Show. Oh, we're going to go. We're going to go really. Uh, this is going to be a crazy time. So why, much PTSD. Why didn't it? So Savannah's in black. For, for her grief, why mm -hmm. are you not in black? Um, I'm in gray, which means that I don't see things as white or black. There's always something in between. <laughs> Thank you for being inclusive of everything. That was, that was impressive on your feet there. So don't forget to check out both Slightly Offensive, which you can find both of them on. Also, you are here. You can see it tonight. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.